amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Oh, Broads, you know, you know that I had to come on and chat with you before this episode started. Okay, so how do I explain this? Um, Becca and I recorded this a few days ago when the big news, which I'm sure most all of you know in reference to The Bachelorette, Uh, was not yet confirmed. Uh, It was just speculation. So Becca and I talk for quite a long bit uh, about it during this episode. But in this episode, we do give a warning, um, letting you know that we will be talking about it because we didn't want to make anyone feel spoiled if they were trying to avoid anything. Um, So we will give in the episode notes the time when we do talk about it. But when we were recording... It was still not confirmed. It was just speculation. So enjoy us speculating. (laughs) Um, But I had to hop on here and just celebrate. I cannot believe it. I am so excited. Um, I think probably moving forward, we will be talking about it openly since it is confirmed and it is everywhere now. But uh, we did put a poll in our Instagram asking if you consider this to be a spoiler, even though it's worldwide news now um we just want to be sensitive we want all of our broads to not feel like their viewing is disturbed in any way so just wanted to say that we're so excited and yes we know it's now official but you're listening to us from a few days ago (sighs) let's get into it broads and welcome to another episode of chatty broads with becca I mean, broads, I don't even know how to be right now because I, (laughs) sitting next to Becca in the flesh, we're almost six feet apart. We're almost six feet (laughs) apart, but don't worry, broads, listen, testing has happened, we're good. Both you and I have not seen anyone, we've been very intense about it. not really. Seen family, that's about it. I mean, same over here, so it's literally like, well... Our circle is extended a little bit for the broad squad. <laughs> Apparently, you were telling me a bunch of other people have been recording in person, which is interesting. Yeah, pretty much everyone has, I think. Wow. So, wow. Excuse me. But, you know, broads continue to be safe, wear those masks. But here we are. And I'm so excited. Me too. It There was just there's something about Zoom that you just the energy is not. The, the energy's not there. Also, it's so hard not to be interrupting every five seconds because the internet's behind. So you're like, that's oh, true. Hello, what? Uh, you're like talking over that's each so other. True. Also, the glitches, the, also the, 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 <laughs> the technical issues we've been having. You guys have not seen any of that. No, <laughs> and the internet can be brutal sometimes. Sometimes the internet is not in your favor. I kind of feel like I've become a master at Zoom connecting though to people. Not me personally, but I just feel like I've become really comfortable with like connecting on a more intimate level with people via Zoom. It's interesting. I, I agree. Well, our guests are going to continue to be Zoom. So luckily, you know, Dude, we're pros with that. We're now. pros. We have that in the bag. Speaking of guests, we will be joined in like 20 minutes by none other than none other than Nick Vial, 
friend of the show. <laughs> we have friend of the broads. Friend of the broads. We have some catching up with him to do. I'm excited. I want to talk to him about. We we have to talk to him about the reality Steve stuff since we've sort of teased it before. We have to talk about the reality Steve stuff. I finally listened to the episode. I didn't, but I read <laughs> reviews about it. So does that count? But also he has a really exciting project that he's going to be sharing. With yes. Us, which I think is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm for him super for it. stoked for it from what we've seen. It's yeah. fantastic. So he's going to talk about that. Also, yes. Is this technically a recap on Ali's season? Sure. That's what it was supposed to be. Yes. But some shit has hit the fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, before I do have to tell you one thing about Ali's season, even if we touch nothing else, I had to talk about Casey. I have to talk about Casey. Just you mean like that Casey's minutes. from Clovis? Oh, I'm talking about my homeboy from the yes from clovis do you know casey (laughs) um okay as as casey promised to guard and protect your heart so this is my first this was my first season ever watching the bachelor it was watching ally season okay and yes i was like this guy's from clovis what the fuck (laughs) what a weirdo like that did not i will tell you this I watched that season with my best girlfriend who I was living with at the time. Uh And I don't think I've ever laughed harder in any Bachelor season ever than the scene when when Casey sang to her. Oh, I I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life, nor felt more uncomfortable. The poor thing. She had him and the other guy singing to her as well. Oh, you mean the uh, the weatherman? Oh, (laughs) who reminded me of Nick Cage. He was always like, I'm the weatherman. He reminds me of the weatherman. And then also some cartoon character. I'm not sure who but he seems like something from a family guy episode a little bit but yeah casey oh my god i was laughing so hard watching when they left him on the glacier anyway that's beside the point i just wanted to tell you that before so one i would always see him at my church shout out to the well oh so you actually did see him oh yeah (gasps) and then get this so he was this is hilarious one of the girls that i was in theater with Uh um he's like a good family friend of theirs so we had something called the danny awards which is sort of like the oscar awards where we do like all the schools in the school district would have like theater awards for like best actress whatever okay and she took him as her red carpet date of course that bitch but <laughs> just kidding I'm trying gonna, to one-up everyone i don't know her that well but yeah it was like boyfriend. a celebrity <laughs> date and i saw him there and like after i for some reason had flowers or a rose or something and i went up to him and i said will you accept i did this like before i was on the bachelor yeah i was one of those Stop. people who went up and i said will you accept this rose and he was like yes ha 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 and now i look back at that and i kind of cringe because i'm like oh dear god i would hate if someone did that to me well and you then know i what? took a picture with him but i wish i could find the picture <gasps> oh if you I'll, have to I'll find the photo i'm sure it's on facebook somewhere it makes me feel better though because he did say in his interview with chris harrison that the first night that he met his or that he went out with his girlfriend that people were asking for photos and i was like you wish casey well I guess <laughs> in clovis big deal buddy big deal anyway Huge and deal. i have a photo with him so i just wanted I'm, to share that i'm like absolutely obsessed with him and since i watched it i can't stop thinking about it oh, jess i'm sorry the fact that he got his wedding date tattooed under the do you know tattoo? how mad i would be i would I'd be, be like, livid i'm like are you joking you got this for your you reality tv girlfriend fine keep your damn tattoo keep your damn garden protect but your heart tattoo on the wedding date? <laughs> and it was like 
not even like centered. It looked like he like went quickly and just got someone to just add on. Also, the I'd be I remember I was talking to the producer who took him to get the tattoo done. And I was just like, what a producer's dream. He's like, I want to get a tattoo for Allie. And I remember the producer said it was the only shop open at that time. I'm sure it was one in the morning. And I'm sure he was like, yep, we're, Casey, we're going to find a tattoo parlor right now. Let's get this going. He's just praying that someone like Casey falls into his hands. Can you imagine going on the show? I know that people have done many a let me sing a song for you. Let me write an original song for you. Never in my life that I can recall on the bachelor has someone so seriously saying an impromptu original and been like you inspire me it just comes to it me it came to me and it, at the very end i uh, at the end of the episode they showed another scene where he did it again like and he did this on a frequent basis he would be inspired by ally and sing these songs this improv song <laughs> on the other side of the mirror <laughs> on the beaches in california <laughs> with like a shania twain little t- kick to it California. Yeah, with, with his on the beaches of California. <laughs> he does kind of talk like that. Yeah, he's got a little, Kermit, little Kermit frog, the frog voice. Oh, boy. Okay, Broads, let's pause for a second. But oh my gosh, I am so excited. I just can't believe you all know that this is what I was just hoping for when they initially were announcing, announcing The Bachelorette. Oh my gosh. Oh, I cannot believe it. I can't wait. Um, But let's talk about something else that I'm very passionate about and also very excited to talk about. So living in Los Angeles is so much fun if you're a foodie. And when I say foodie, what I mean is um, I I can't cook. So it's uh, helpful to have all these amazing restaurants and cuisines available. And they're basically limitless around Los Angeles. And if I'm craving authentic Mexican food or fresh sushi or flavorful Indian food, there's dozens of options within just a few miles for me to choose from. And thanks to Postmates, oh my goodness, that hasn't had to change. Even with uh, all the current restrictions in place, I can still get all my favorites delivered to my door in no time at all. Listen, Postmates makes it so easy to not only get the food you're craving delivered right to your door, but it makes it really easy to support local businesses. Broads, right now especially, it's important to support your local community and small business owners. And why not do it using Postmates? Uh, For my family, it's been an easy way to show some uh, love to our favorite small family-owned restaurants that have served our community for so long. So many amazing uh, family-owned restaurants that we love, and we get to support them through Postmates right now. Or maybe you're a longtime Postmates user for things like lunch and dinner, but did you also know They make all aspects of life super convenient by offering deliveries on essentials that you need. These essentials from stores like Walgreens and 7-Eleven. And of course, Postmates offers 100% no contact delivery option so you can feel super safe no matter what you're ordering. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. Ugh, Postmates is just part of my daily life. I adore them. I can't say that more. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Yes, $100. $100. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code chatty. That's code chatty for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, broads. All right, strange transition, but when was the last time that you cried at something beautiful? 
crying gets a bad rap, but seriously, don't discount a good cry. It's something that moves you. You know what I'm talking about. Like, for example, I just recently finished listening to Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, narrated by uh, Michelle Obama herself. And my God, did I cry? (laughs) Did I cry buckets? I'll be honest. A beautiful story that took on a new life when read by the author, which, by the way, is now my new favorite way to listen to audiobooks. Um, Thankfully, with my Audible membership, there's no shortage of great audiobooks with author narration to choose from. And you can get that full access at audible.com slash chatty or by texting chatty to 500 500. Uh, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks ranging from celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. And broads, I'll just say this. There's not even close to enough time right now to fully describe everything Audible has to offer. But just to give you a glimpse, not only do they have thousands of popular book titles, they also have things like guided meditation, programs to help you sleep, theatrical performances, which are so fun, uh, comedy specials, which I love, and so much more. Okay, so one of the coolest ways I've been utilizing Audible during quarantine is by letting my daughter pick out a book that she wants to listen to, and together we all draw pictures of what we think the characters look like as we listen. She has had so much fun doing it, and I love that it's something creative and engaging that we can do as a family, and it's very fun to see what her little imagination has come up with. Way more imaginative than me, my goodness. Um, And if you do have kiddos at home, Audible has created something extra special to keep little minds learning while they're away from the classroom. You can check out stories.audible.com to stream hundreds of titles for free. No strings attached at all, available as long as quarantine lasts. Um, This is not on their main site, just FYI. This is stories.audible.com. But like we were saying, if you're looking for full access to Audible content library, visit audible.com slash chatty or text chatty to 500-500 to get started today. Again, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash chatty and tech or text code chatty to 500-500 today to gain access to the complete Audible content library. Let's get back into it. Okay, okay well, see. before we have Nick on, we need to start diving into this stuff. Disclaimer. Okay. We have a big disclaimer, and here's the thing. Broads, you know we are we try to be as spoiler-free as possible, but this is just too big, and so many people have messaged us about it, and this almost, to me, goes beyond a spoiler because it's a, it's potentially about to change everything about this season. Um, but if you want absolutely no spoilers, I'm sure you've seen this at some point online, so, like, Maybe and I'm not. Sure, some people aren't as deep maybe into the not. Bachelor world. I think that The Bachelor is probably going to announce this at some point, though. Maybe. But anyways, if you want to skip this, in the episode notes, stop the recording right now. Look in the episode notes. They're attached to the description. There, It's the description, whatever. We will put the time when we are starting to talk about this and when we are stopping. Because we're probably going to talk about this for a minute. And let's be real, once Nick goes on, yeah, we'll totally. probably mention it, too. So... Look at that if you want to skip completely. Um, so, but this isn't like a spoiler about if if you're on the fence. Yeah, it's not necessarily a spoiler about like who she picks or no. We are going to now. There there could just a be name, a big twist in the. There's na- there are names that are floating around. We will not include, even though I know I know too. Okay, 
Uh, we will not include any of the names of any men. Okay, so if you are still trying to stay a little spoiler free, this is just going to be yeah. the overall uh, uh, picture of what's going on. So, you watched Reality Steve's live. I did watch Reality Steve's live. Basically, I can't believe this. I can though. I but, can, but too, you know, but I can. it's like it's just crazy. Basically, it seems like Claire has legit like shut down production. Like I'm in love. I'm not going any further. Which, of course, she has. Which, by the way, I don't know if you all watched our Mystic Michaela podcast episode, but Mystic Michaela, who reads Aura Colors, said Claire is a rare color, which is pink. And she said it's Balls the Cinderella hard. story. Fast. She is the type of person who's going to find the person right away and like run away with them. And she she fucking nailed it. Did she really? Say yeah. That? Holy shit. I mean, if that's what happened, because that's still it's still that's not what they're saying that's so that's the theory right now. So. And there is a specific name floating around about who it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which is crazy. But So um, basically what the breakdown is, is that they're saying that it seems like she's found someone. But the other piece of it is that she is being difficult on set. So there's two theories as to why production may be ending with Claire. One, she found her person. Um, and she's like, no more. I'm not filming anymore. I can see her being very stubborn. About very that. stubborn. Or two, she's been super difficult on set. And they and don't want to deal like, with it. This. But Reality Steve brought up a few good points. He did a live. He said to play the devil's advocate for okay. both. Okay. Number one, he said, how many leads have found their person super early on, but they still they have all these contracts signed. And so they have to keep going. Right. Sure. Or second, how many leads have been unbelievably difficult? Juan Pablo, Juan Pablo and 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 the, yet you, they continue to move forward, recording yeah. or uh, filming with them, and also the added piece that this is already such a difficult season. Anyways, they're having to quarantine people. Like it would be so much more complicated than a typical season, and they've had rough leads before. So those are the two devil's advocate pieces. Huh. But what we do know. And what has been pretty much like 99.999% confirmed, and I'm tingling, this is crazy, is that Tasha is now out there, bro. I have to go check because I remember when I checked the, the update, they were saying that they had her like in quarantine there and that they were going to take her phone last Friday. So I'm going to well, see if she's been during on. during the reality... Well, here's the thing, though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. During the reality Steve live, Demi hopped on and he was asking what she knew. And she's like, well, all I know is that I've tried to text her and call her. And it goes like it. The green pops up. Her phone is not accepting. So her phone's off. OK, which yeah. is like, yeah, she's filming. Yeah, she hasn't posted any stories. <laughs> How exciting. I can't believe it. So the question is, what the hell? First of all, I'm listen, we were all. Of course, we were very excited about Claire. But you know from day one, Mama was really hoping it was going to be Tasha. I know. And so I'm I am, excited for I'm it, so, too. And also, we were talking during the cast, when we were going over the cast um, photos, these men are way more age-appropriate for Tasha. True! That's true. This will really... Okay, this is another thing, though. Apparently, Reality Steve reported, I believe, that they called some of the guys that had been not chosen i don't know if that makes sense the guy there's always like sort of the final round of casting yes. and there's the guys that end up not getting picked apparently a number of those guys have been called back 
on, which means that they're trying to get a full cast together for a new season, it seems. Yes. Or like she's are they bringing back bringing back guys that Claire because Claire and no, this is interesting. They just keep on some of the guys that were already there, like Mac and then they're and like Claire, well, <laughs> the guys who are already saying like, I'm I'm so right? excited. It's Claire. I'm upset. I can't wait to fall in love with her. And it's, then now they just got to do a 180. What are they show. going to do? Also, also like uh, think about how dramatic that was when they had Caitlin and Britt start the episode, the season together during Caitlin's season and the men some of them were into Brit and it was already awkward enough. Imagine if these guys have been macking with Claire. I know. Also, the reality Steve threw out a couple other like thoughts. Okay. What if Claire stays during filming? What if she's so into this one guy and is like, there's no point in moving forward, but they're like, all right, well, we're going to bring in another, we're going to bring in another bachelorette. And I guess they did something like that for a bachelor New Zealand season. Okay. He doesn't think so. He thinks Claire is going to be wait, gone. Wait, so what? how would that... So they would basically continue filming together with all the guys. But like Claire's basically like, yeah, I think I've chosen my Claire's person. Claire's just in the cabana with the one guy as Tasha's dating the other guy <laughs> around her. I guess. I don't know. Bizarre. Weird. But, but he doesn't think that's no. what it is. But now the conversation is, do we start... Like, when, when we're watching the uh, season they've been promoting the shit out of Claire for months and months now so are they going to make it into one long episode her first like four what would have been four episodes or are we going to see four episodes of Claire and then like five episodes of Tasha? what I would assume for the reason like I was saying I'm sure some of the guys will be double casted onto Tasha's season sure. and I'm sure they don't want to make it look awful by having the guys be like Claire is a dream boat I can, I can see myself spending the rest of my life with her and then turning around and being on Tasha's season True. I'm sure it'll be like one episode or yeah where they're just like where they show Claire's love story with the guy she ends up picking and kind yeah. of kind of exclude <laughs> don't everything show, else. Don't show the other guys. Well, I'm going to say this right now and I'm not going to throw out any names because okay. I don't want to spoil anything. But one of my personal favorites when we were going through the cast bios apparently got sent home quite quickly by Claire. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you when we're okay. off. Uh, but he's getting brought back. And oh. I am... Putting my money on him and Tasha. I'm putting my money on it. Oh, and I'm so excited. This is just this is just also unprecedented. Number one, we're living in the corona times. And so this whole thing is gonna be trippy. Oh, and another interesting point that Steve brought up is that because everything is taking place in one location, he was saying how normally if Claire would have found if if a lead would have found someone right away and mm-hmm. been like I don't want to film anymore I found my person they'd be like uh you're staying because we already have this whole, all this whole thing planned out you've signed contracts to stay for 11 episodes or whatever but he was saying since this season probably is lacking certain amount of twists and turns because they're in one location. They're like, all right, let her go. <laughs> yeah, they may be like, hey, all right, this is going to add a crazy spin to it. Oh, also give the little the little inside scoop you had too, though, through Evans. Yes. Okay. So I can't I can't reveal I can't reveal like specifically mm-hmm. what it is because I don't okay. want him to get in trouble. Okay. Basically, but, talent that was booked. Yes, that that talent that was booked that 
received a call yesterday and was canceled on. And I'm, I, I'll say this, the artist was large enough that I was like, mm, I don't know why they would cancel on this person unless they're drastically changing something. And, and the talent, by the way, was very confused. Dude, Bachelor didn't know what was, they didn't explain it to this person. Bachelor is so crazy. Imagine like being Tasha. I just, I mean, imagine, I felt this way with Claire at first. Imagine being Claire, who's been off the show for however long and then getting a call of, we want you to be the Bachelorette. Maybe I have a shot one day if, you know, something tragic happens to Grayston. Maybe I've got Maybe a shot. You, do, honestly, you know, honestly, at this point. But imagine being Tasha. You're just chilling in your apartment. And they're like, we want you to come to Palm Springs and be the Bachelorette. <laughs> Amazing. Now, another <laughs> thought is maybe, maybe the response to Claire wasn't great. They from were, the guys or the people? No, from the people. Like they were expecting it was going to be, you know, Maddie or Hannah Ann, and they were kind of like maybe producers were kind of like, okay, geez, the numbers might be lower. And guess what? They really need right now during the COVID times. Good fucking numbers. Which is insane that they didn't do the switcheroo with Maddie or Hannah Ann. Well, if you think about what's been going on with Batch Diversity Campaign oh, yeah. and ABC's been under a like, lot of heat. We'll throw in another Black Bachelor. <laughs> yes. I mean, Tasha's going to be awesome. Well, she was already on their the consideration. It right. was between her, uh, right. Kelsey, and Claire. And they went with Claire. Kelsey, though. I know. I think it was just because of Pete's and she was emotional and kind of had like her her arc. (laughs) That would have been. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Stuck in La Quinta. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kelsey. It's also hilarious that it's called La Quinta because you automatically think of like La Quinta Inn. Like a.k.a. the that's actually three star La Quinta Inn in La Quinta. No, apparently Surprise. it's a crazy five-star resort. Yes. I saw a reality story yes. about that, too. I've actually been there when I was much younger with my it's family nice. once. It's very nice. It's And the, you know what? I think the biggest reason why they went with it, there's there's places that are much nicer in Palm Desert, but the grounds are gigantic. Mm. So the guys can be in the pool in one area, and she can be filming in another area, and it's not like you're bumping into each other constantly. I mean, they can set up really whatever they want, too. I mean... You know, like a concert or like... Yes, yes. Like I said, the grounds are big. And in fact, I think at La Quinta, they have an area where people like perform sometimes. Do you think they still get to do things like go to the ocean? No, they can't leave. They Okay, that was the other thing. Reality Steve... Actually, it was on Nick's episode with him. Reality Steve brought up that he's like, as much as I can hate on production of the show, I guess they are being like ultra cautious. I mean, I think they're one of the first shows to really like start Mm -hmm. filming. So they've got a. And he said they're they like have it like really dimed top to bottom. And it's very like they're being very intense, which is great to hear. Yeah. It's got to be crazy for producers, too, because producers normally, I think, especially when they're still in L.A., get to like go home Mm -hmm. back and forth with their families. They're stuck there for like almost two months. Can you imagine how mad they probably are right now (sighs) if they have to now do a full shift? They've been focused on one person and now they're having to like meet in their boardroom. If the reason is because Claire found someone and this wasn't kind of crafted by the producers like to try to push her into a relationship with someone no, because I'm they sure want. it was her i'm assuming 
can you imagine the the stress of like the boardroom discussions of like what are we going to do now this is already so hard and now we're going to have to rewire everything I mean, the good thing is that that's their twist for the season. That's all they need. I know. Seriously, that's all they need. Ever after boring ending with Tasha, they already had like the right? start of a century. Right. Well, wow. um, the last thing that I wanted to mention that reality Steve did say, which is something to think about, is that Claire was the first contestant ever to know before her season started who her guys were going to be. And so has oh. her have her and this you person better believe been talking. me and my whole family and fr- my whole team would be researching, researching top to bottom. Yeah. And you better believe I would be secretly sliding into DMs of the ones that I think are cutie pies. <gasps> I'm bored and I'm bored in quarantine. I'm just like, hey, <laughs> why don't we get a head start on this? Let's, let's do a little so Zoom call. Maybe her and this person have been talking for a while. And maybe oh it's like. God. No, this is my person. I mean, I wouldn't be... Claire's the type of person, if we remember her on Winter Games, I don't know if you remember her Benoit situation. She was in Winter Game, at Winter Games for like maybe a week. She like fell head over heels for one guy who ended up being a complete jerk. And then within like hours, her and Benoit, he was like chasing after her and they got engaged. Like yeah. with, within knowing each other for like five days. So even if she wouldn't have been talking to this person before i could see she gave me some serious inside scoop because i hung out with her like a fundraiser thing she gave me some serious inside scoop on that benoit situation i don't remember any of it (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately i wish i did remember it (gasps) the benoit scoop yeah it was either (laughs) it was either that she didn't actually think he was going to propose or that he was like fully in it and then at, right after he was like no I don't want to be engaged it was either one or the other either oh she was God. like That's a, that is a big difference I know. <laughs> I know I don't remember but I remember her just being like oh girl you have no idea she's really fun to hang out with I mean I've only really heard lovely things she's nice but I, I can so see her though being like no he is it like I am not going forward well especially since again we'll remember like uh, like Claire is older if she feels like she found someone i'd be like no but also claire like what if this guy who she's set her sights on is like actually like he's going along with it but is like fuck i wanted to be on like this full season of the bachelorette and i wanted to get famous and now you're just real shit real shit they don't even have a oh my god uh-huh. I didn't even think about that. I'm just picturing him being like, are you sure you don't want to stay? Like, it's not going to hurt my feelings <laughs> if you explore other options. And her being like, no, we found each other. Let's run away together. And him being like, well, maybe, maybe you should get to know a few other people. You know, it's I mean, I don't want to I don't I'll bite my tongue. I was gonna say, you know, it's only gonna last X and X long, but we don't know. We could don't be, know. But I would I wouldn't. Man. Isn't she imagine. the oldest contestant ever? I mean, oldest, oldest um, lead ever. I think so. Even more so than some of the guys. Maybe not ever. She's definitely the oldest female contestant. Wasn't Nick the oldest ever? No. We'll ask him. Maybe not. No, wasn't it I'm Ari? Look it up. No, Ari was actually younger than Nick. Technically, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Nick age as well. Let me look up <laughs> oldest bachelor contestant ever. When is he going to hop on? By the I way, I was going to say, actually, let's uh, let's hop on the zoom right now. And uh, we're going to dive into a conversation with Nick. Maybe we'll get a few of Byron. Sorry. The oh, oldest bachelor ever was Byron Velvick. <laughs> Never heard of the man. 
Um, <laughs> Never uh, heard of season six. <laughs> By the way, also, also the oldest sounding name I've ever heard. Byron Velvick. It wasn't like Brad or Jake. It was like, of course, the oldest one ever is Byron. Byron. He was 40, though. So which is the same age as Claire. Okay, wow. So she's one of the oldest leads ever. Crazy. That's hilarious. This article I looked up is like, no, Ari Leyendijk is not the oldest bachelor ever. Poor Ari. (laughs) Oh, poor Ari. Just because he had the gray hair. (sighs) Grayest. All these gray shamers. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I love. Listen, he was only 36. He wasn't even that old. Oh, my gosh. They made such a big deal out of that. Poor Ari. Well, poor me. Let's (laughs) poor me. (laughs) I wish I would have been on the same season as Byron. (laughs) No, it would have been even worse. They would have been like, she is prepubescent in comparison to him. All right. Should we hop on with Nick? Oh, yeah. All right. He's ready. Let's go. Hi, Nick. Hi, I. Uh, if you're watching the video, I have a sleeveless shirt on. <laughs> yes, dog. yes, you do. I mean, it is a warm day in Los Angeles. It That's is. not why. I've just given up. All um, right. <laughs> Everything's really taking it out of you. You've had a rough few weeks. Um. No, I mean, it'd be fine. I put an offer on a house, so that's you know, we'll see. Okay, where? Address? Give us the exact <laughs> address and location, please. Uh, east side. Oh, fun. oh, okay. All so right. definitely closer to you, Jess. I was going to cool. say next time, you know, Los Feliz. <laughs> I was going to start <laughs> throwing it out. Echo Park. I mean, I'll tell you guys later. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, we were just actually talking about the you. You don't know what's going on with the with the Claire stuff. I caught wind of it late last night. Um, I don't know much, uh, but sounds wild. What have you heard? I just heard that maybe she might not be the bachelorette anymore and that maybe they asked Tasha. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And it's, but it's, do, is it, but what is this? Do you have any inside information or is it, are we all just learning it from the same rumor mill? Well, there's been a few things that have been confirmed. I do have one inside informer. <laughs> That I do, I do. And uh, apparently an artist who was supposed to be performing. Formerly known as Prince. Formerly known as Prince. (laughs) um, Was coming back in a hologram and performing for them. And um, that person was called yesterday and canceled on. um, Very abruptly. Very abruptly with no explanation as to why. And it was a bigger artist who I would be surprised that they would just randomly cancel on. Sure. And... So canceled. They, wow. No, it's just, I, I, I will say I did talk to someone today who was a bachelor alumni who was supposed to, as often they do bring people out for like a date mm. and, and they, they got canceled on. Well, and Jess was saying that on, uh, that Demi was on reality Steve's live and Demi was saying that all her texts to, to Tasha are like going green, like the she, phone's, her off. phone's off. Okay. Well, and it's confirmed so. that she it's confirmed that Tasha is out there in Palm Springs. La Quinta. <laughs> La Quinta. Specifically I mean, that's, La Quinta. Uh, that's wild. I, it I, is wild, I, right? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> they I'm, really I'm disa- you're disappointed. Well, I was looking forward to a season of Claire. I Me mean, you too. cast a 39 year old woman, which I thought was just a really cool I think she's change 40 of pace. now. 
okay, even like yeah. whatever. I'm just saying like, um, it was different, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I think that would have been really interesting. Interesting. Like it's, it was, um, because I also like people often in this day and age, it's not uncommon for people to be single and looking for love in their thirties mm-hmm. or late thirties, you know? And I thought that'd be really cool, but Agree. if this happened, then Claire really, I don't know. Well, really what we were saying up. is like the thing that is interesting is that if Tasha becomes the bachelorette, then they have a lot of age appropriate guys for her, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, what Tasha is what in her early thirties? Yeah, I think so. 30, 30, 30, I think 30. Yeah. So that will be fine. I mean, it's just like, there's, there's too much unknown right now to, yeah. to, I mean, it's such a shit show. What do they, do they, do they just start over? Do they, that's exactly what do, we were talking do about. They, do and, they, and how do they, they share, present the parts of Claire? Do they season? share yeah. this breakdown? They've invested so much in like, promoting claire yeah that's exactly what Jess was just saying. i was just like they've been promoting the shit out of her i it seems like if Tasha is the new bachelorette i would assume that the franchise is going to start promoting her soon just not act like it's content i mean who knows but like that it's continued to be claire's I, season it's, uh and then it's just like we picked Tasha. <laughs> i mean i feel bad for Tasha in that regard because it's like such a be because you can't ignore it. You know, you can't be like, we changed our mind. Everyone, like not everyone, not, not every person that's a Bachelor fan listens to the Bachelor podcast and, sure. and reads Reddits and listens to spoilers, but it's like they announced Claire and oh, then you yeah, had this whole thing of quarantine of, of knowing it was Claire. And because it was in unique casting, you know, given that she's older, which is cool and exciting for a lot of people. So you can't just ignore it. You can't be Mm -hmm. like, we changed our mind. It's not like they were planning on casting Peter for Ari's season or planning on casting Luke for my season and changed their mind, but nothing was announced, you know? Yeah. They started filming. So why do you think that they wouldn't switch to someone like, I'm just wondering if you have a personal opinion on why they wouldn't put Maddie or Hannah Ann in as the lead instead of like Tasha? I have no idea. I mean, who knows? Well, one... My guess, if I had to guess, I, I think there's a reason why Maddie and Hannah Ann weren't considered for mm-hmm. this season regardless, you know, when I've known nothing. But I think they d- wanted to get older, you know. Uh, Tasha's still sure. 30, right? Yeah. Um, Which is probably also, older I mean, than the I'll, average I'll, bachelorette. True. Yes. So. And... Uh, I mean, like this, obviously, this going on um, is unprecedented. So like, clearly they're making these decisions on the fly. Um, I mean, we might have a very quick romantic, like a quick love story because if she found her person that quickly and that's why she's leaving, (laughs) they might make it a four episode arc where she passionately falls in love. No, because I mean, you gotta, you, the, 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 the obvious guess is right. That she, her and if if the reason why she left is because she met she, there's a guy that she's just like I you know mm-hmm. that well, so, which still seems if that's the if that is the case then really disappointed in Claire for a number of reasons but 
the assumption is right. She's been DMing this guy face. Who knows? Like sure, the whole like yeah. what, what Caitlin, what Caitlin and I did when I decided to come on uh, without planning on coming on this guy, this, that's a different situation, but that building this kind of romance. Sure. Uh, um, then I'm so like, I'm so disappointed in her on so many levels. One, she had a responsibility as a bachelorette not to, to do that. And again, different than like, Caitlin talking to a me who like it developed as a friend. Like she was talking to this guy who was casted for her season mm-hmm. that she yeah. knew was coming on to meet her. She shouldn't have indulged in that. And if she's going to do that, fine. Then, then you st- like, you do have a job as the bachelorette. Like, yeah. you know, there is a role there. There is TV. These are, there are people's jobs. Like there's a whole, like hundreds of people work to make that show that and she was given an opportunity you well, know and to like dismiss you, that is uh it's 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 a bunch of if that is the case i'm disappointed what do you think about the fear though like the fear of having your relationship fucked with with someone that you actually want to spend the rest of your life with like are you being the lead what do you think of that and, and fairness but if this is the case and we're making a lot of assumptions sure. this mm-hmm. is all based this, the, this relationship was 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 made because of her being cast as the bachelorette. She wouldn't have known this, you know, she wouldn't know this guy would exist if it weren't for that in that case. Um, it's it would it would if that is the case, it would be insanely selfish of her. Yeah. To um, because, like, listen, regardless if she started talking to this guy early and fell in love with him. Um, every bachelor and bachelorette before her develops a really early connection. I shouldn't say every, I don't know, but the vast majority of leads have one or two they like, and usually is just one. I was gung ho about Vanessa early on, Mm -hmm. uh, talking to Ben. He was gung ho about, uh, Lauren, you know, Jojo with Jordan, like Joe, yeah, we liked other people and certainly you go through the process, but there's always that one person you're like, I could probably end this now if I if I wanted to or could. I don't think but that was the case because... with Ari. <laughs> I think <laughs> he might have been the one exception. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So, but there are exceptions, right? But like, so so if that's the case, and yeah, there's a fear that like I, I had a lot of fear about being the bachelor at the risk of Vanessa saying, "Screw this, I'm mm-hmm. going to leave." Because, but you know, they pay you. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. It, it's not just about love being the lead. There is a responsibility. You're carrying the show and you like to, to, to be righteous and say, well, I just came here for love and I found love. So I'm going to leave now. That is, it, it's fine as a cast member, but it's different as the lead. And it's, it's selfish to a lot of people. She could have said no to the opportunity um, she was removed. Like it, again, we're making a lot of assumptions. We don't know what happened. You know, maybe maybe Claire's sick. I don't know. And there's all these other rumors. Well, so, uh, recording. Well, her mo- her mom her mom you know has been struggling like oh, illness wise for a while. Yeah. So maybe so there's, there's that. So I don't yeah. want to make too many like. Yeah, that's you know, true. If one of my family members is dying, this, I'd be this, like, "Fuck yeah. this, I'm out." Yeah. Yeah, I'm you know? basing this off the rumor of if Claire just decided to leave because she like someone yeah. that would seem so hard to believe, but who knows? I mean, I, the little I bit like I know it, about I feel Claire, like it's not for her. The little bit I know about Claire is that she, um, and which why I thought she'd be a very interesting bachelorette. She, she, Claire does what Claire wants to do. <laughs> and, uh, she is capable of it. Yeah. 
Well, she potentially just made this season a whole lot more interesting <laughs> in certain dynamics. True. I mean, whether whether oh, it's whether we like it or not, Look, it's gonna be it's gonna add a crazy is, spin Tasha, to it. Tasha's gonna be great. Oh, I was hoping it was. I, I mean, I was hoping Tasha. it was gonna be Tasha. I love Tasha on. Uh, she was really good on Paradise. She was fantastic on. I Paradise. think she'll be good at like calling. You know. I don't know, calling the guys out and doing that. Whole I, thing. I, if it is Tasha, I wish her luck and I hope that she uh, has a great season and uh, it'll be interesting. Um, I, she'll, I mean, it's a tough, she'll be in a tough position as well. I mean, how, what would you feel like? I'd be if, if, fucking stoked. I wouldn't give a fuck if they called me the, the first choice, 10th choice, 20 years later, I'd be like, let's go. This I is going to be great. I would come in rolling with like definitely an at like a chip on my shoulder because <laughs> I'd be a little bit like, fuck you. But I'd also be like, thank you so much for making my quarantine not so boring. I would anymore. be kissing everyone's <laughs> hand. I'd be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think okay. Becca has the approach. I hope Tasha has that approach because that's the, probably the best way to go. But it would be hard to do. Right. But yeah, you'd, I, you'd feel a little bit like, well, fuck you. You didn't choose me initially. But again, because of the I current. The Corona really? times. You guys, you guys would both be a little pissed at. It. I would not give a flying fuck. I'd be irritated a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, it. I don't know what I would do. I, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with certainty. I'd be like, yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, yes! here's here's what I would say. <laughs> if I was gonna say yes, I would have the Becker approach. Like well, you know, and I'm like, if if you want to say no, just rolling in. She's like. No, I'd be like, well, because this is why <laughs> these men have already experienced that, time with with Claire, okay. and I'm supposed to now just hop in, and they're like, no, well, I, I get that. It's not I'd an ideal attitude. situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an ideal situation. But if you're gonna say yes, you can't say yes and then have a chip on your shoulder. I would definitely. I, I see what you're saying, though. I would have an attitude oh, I, with the I, guys I, where I would be like, okay, were you just telling her that she was the love of your life, yeah. and now you're just gonna turn around and tell me that you're into uh, me? I get it, and she that can do that. Out. And I, and in a, in a real life situation, I, I get it. But I get this is the Bachelorette. Right. I mean, everyone, like, come on. I mean, but that will know, make an like, interesting dynamic to the show well, of her questioning. You know, she'll be questioning cool. for sure. But also, what if they're doing we don't even, cuts back and forth to the guy on oh, Claire's season, like oh, saying something and then saying the same thing on Tasha's? Like, who, what if they're doing gosh. that? Who knows? I mean, who knows what they're going to do? They could. I mean, really, who knows? They. I'm really just curious to see how they handle it. If it's, yeah. I mean, we're also I was, just. I speaking. was already curious because they were staying in one place. You know, I was like, the season's going to be crazy. What's it going to look like to be on one resort for the whole season? <sighs> I mean, it's like I can't believe we're even having this conversation, but. <laughs> I mean, Claire was capable of anything, and I think that's why she they became she became the Bachelorette. I just, just really. Really, Claire really proved is us right. Claire is very on brand for 2020. Just really throwing. I mean, right? Seriously, just mixing shit up. I don't know. I mean, but I, and also, I do. I do hope, regardless, that she's okay or her mom's yeah. okay, and this is not because of any family you know, emergency situation. Yeah. So. I don't know. And if, if it is Tasha, then I wish her well. And I hope she saves the season. <laughs> oh, my God. Just please keep putting out episodes because we need something to recap. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I care about. <laughs> hey, Broad. So in general, I like to think of myself as a pretty relaxed person. My family may disagree with that statement. But as far as I'm concerned, 
I am overall a fairly easygoing human. However, I do suffer from anxiety from time to time. In the last six months, it seems to have gotten uh, worse. Surprise, surprise. I wonder if anyone else feels that way. Um, The real issue for me is that when that anxiety affects my ability to sleep, uh, that's just the doozy. And when that happens, the only thing that can get me to calm down these days and dream peacefully is my Feels Premium CBD. Feels CBD is really the only product that consistently helps me fall asleep if that anxiety is keeping me up at night these days. And if you've never used CBD, CBD before, let me just start off by saying Feels CBD Hotline is there to make the whole process easier. It can be a little foreign and new to figure out your correct dosage, but they're always available to help you. And I'm talking any questions you have. They're so helpful and wonderful over at that Feels CBD Hotline. So definitely check that out if you have any questions. But when anxiety or chronic pain hits you or you have trouble falling asleep, all you need to do is place a few drops under your tongue and within minutes, you'll begin to feel the difference. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. And because of that, there's no high no hangover or addiction, and as if feeling better wasn't easy enough with Feels, when you uh, join, sign up for the Feels membership, you'll get premium CBD delivered to your door every month, plus uh, score additional savings on every order. And by the way, check out their Instagram. The aesthetic is fantastic. Uh, Feels has us feeling our best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Dang, that's a good deal. Um, that's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com, not F-E-E-L-S, feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping, feels.com slash chatty. Feel your best broads. Let's get back into it. Well, speaking of falling in love and The Bachelor, Nick, you are putting out something soon that we're extremely excited about because Becca and I... I love it. It's fantastic. So can you can you drop the tea for all of the broads? Because uh, this is I'm just well, thank you. think of that idea first. Now I, I know. Can, we were kind of talking about that. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I uh, obviously, as, as you w- women know, um, uh, people like to hear us talking about our thoughts about all things bachelor or just trashy TV in general. And, uh, HBO max dropped my season along with some of the other seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette on HBO max to stream. And then I had this thought, well, it'd be kind of fun if I like podcasted it like a recap, you know, the office ladies have this podcast with the office Mm -hmm. and, you know, some other people are doing it and I didn't want to do it on the vile files because I, that my show on the vile files is, is going in a great direction that I love in terms of like having certain, you know, experts and guests and personalities. And yeah, we're still recapping current bachelor episodes that are airing on ABC, but that's, that's the extent for me in terms of bachelor stuff. And so, um, I was never going to do like a tell all book or anything like that because it's like, eh, I don't want to do that. And then I thought, well, I'll just recap it. And then I was going to like hire or like not hire. I was going to ask a bunch of like comedian friends to maybe do it. Then I thought, well, what if I just ask some of the women from my season and get like their perspective? If I'm going to tell all, it seems more accurate to get both sides of the story, so to speak. And 
I asked a, a bunch of them and and they all said yes. And then we're kind of excited about it. And it was quite a lot of fun. Uh, I recorded them all in about a week and a half. Um, I wasn't sure if Vanessa was going to say yes, because we hadn't spoken at all in three I know. years. I was curious about that when I, you know, when you sent that over, uh, I was like, we, we've had zero conversations in three years. And wow. uh, I DM'd her and asked her and and she wrote back a few days later and we jumped on a quick call for a few minutes to kind of talk about what we might do. And she was very, it was a nice conversation. And then we podcasted about it and it was, it was, we talk about the breakup and why it was a very, we were very honest and it was a nice, it has a nice positive ending, but there was like moments of like, tension and uh, and and uh yeah. it was nice talking to her but you know uh i hadn't really talked to raven about this like corinne i hadn't had any conversation yeah, like none of these women us, who, who do you have on do you have on basically like all the leading ladies um all that like the top uh five women uh I'm, i haven't wow. recorded with christina yet i might might have a bonus episode with christina but right now she's oh, not yeah. in the lineup but uh, Angela recaps episode one with me. So we break it down like a re- like oh, episode by episode recap. So Angela, who I, I sent forgot, home night one, brings Angela home. Was on your season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sent her home night one, but I decided to recap with her because it was kind of an interesting story about why I sent her home. And then like I kind of regretted it. And then like, there, it, like we talked about it with producers throughout the season. And wow. so that was like, there's, she has some kind of like had theories. And so we get into night one and, and that was a lot of fun. Even with Angela, just getting her, her perspective of the whole thing. And I kind of, for the first time, tell her my decision-making process. And then Alexis, uh, uh, breaks down episode two, Alexis, the dolphin. <laughs> Every time. Oh. <laughs> Alexa trying Every to time. chime in in the background. Yeah. Uh, Corinne episode three in the bouncy castle, Raven, uh, oh breaks God. down hometowns and I, uh, my, my hometown visit and uh, my first one-on-one, uh, Taylor, the two-on-one with Corinne, uh, Jasmine, uh, breaks down episode six, the volleyball date where everyone went crazy. And ja- <laughs> the Jasmine episode's amazing. I had a lot of fun with Jasmine cause she just, she just has all the tea. Um, Danielle Malpe, uh, episode seven, uh, Rachel breaks down hometowns with me. And then the final one is Vanessa. And wow. I don't really recap. And we kind of, with all the women, we kind of sprinkle in, talk about fantasy suite episodes, but I don't like have a specific one for the fantasy suite episode just because I thought it would be weird to get in too much of the detail without the women on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just but we'll be doing three of t- them on. You should, just have, yeah. panel. You should have just had the three of them talk without you about the so fantasy there'll be suite a, episode. There'll be a 10th <laughs> no. episode for sure. So I'm dropping the first four, uh, the first four up right now uh, on my page. So I just put it on my Patreon. So I call it like, uh, so I'm doing this series where it's Nick V talks trash TV. And so oh it's God. starting with my season. We're going to, I'm going to be recapping other, tr- you know, TV, you know, and we'll get, I'll get suggestions from, um, you know, members and whether it's Vanderpump or, you know, if it, if like, if Tiger King came up now, whatever's trending on Netflix mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I think it's kind of funny, uh, uh, just, uh, breaking down analytically from a guy I, I shows I don't, might not even watch, but, um, Real yeah, it's on my Patreon. The link is in my bio. It's, it's, it's four ninety nine for audio only, and if you want to get audio and video, it's five ninety nine uh, a, a month, and you get four, uh, at least four, f- uh, five episodes a month. The Taylor one's going to drop wow. in the middle of a month. It's it's, so put it th- put it this way: it's cheaper than a delicious cup of coffee. Yeah, it's, and it's a bargain. It's, it's a ten hour audio book, a twelve hour audio book 
for a uh it's it's cheaper uh, the audio audiobooks are like 15 bucks and you also don't have any uh ads throughout too so there's no nice ads you. you just mm-hmm. go right through uh it, it, it turned out a lot like i wasn't sure how it would turn out but it was it was fun to record with the women everyone had a ton of fun it was like a reunion and there's you know like a bunch of tea but it's all like it's three years later so it's all kind of under the vein of no hard feelings mm-hmm. and just kind of we all it's all very self-deprecating and and self-reflecting well, you, guys almost, conversation you guys with, filmed four years ago almost four. Uh, oh, he's going on there yeah yeah isn't that crazy i mean it was real, while talking to corinne too it was like i i really enjoyed my conversation with corinne i mean they were all really fun i was um they all have their own sprinkle to it. And then obviously the Vanessa one is. Uh, well, you know, you had a great, great season. I thought all the girls on your mm-hmm. season were just so entertaining. So yeah, fun they really to watch. Were. It was just like all in all. They you, really you were. got pretty so, lucky with that cast. Yeah, it was fun to talk about all, like uh, some behind the scenes and my thought process. I learned some stuff about like what was, was going on in the house, too, because some of the stuff they don't air. And I don't you don't really as a bachelor oh, yeah. you're not living in the house. Right. So. Um, that was just kind of, it was fun and, you know, kind of telling some of the women, like my thought process and like, even like, I felt like Corinne, like learned a lot that she never realized. <laughs> she had a lot of closure. I think so. And it was, uh, so it was, uh, it was pretty fun. And then, you know, Rachel's was always, Rachel's was a lot of fun just because, you know, we're good friends. And even then she had like just more to, sh- it's funny when you get going, there's like, oh yeah. And this, and oh yeah. And that, and there's just so many memories that you, know, you kind it's, of it's weeks don't think and about. weeks and you're only getting you know what an hour and a half a week of footage of hours and yeah. hours being filmed that's going on totally but it's, uh it was a lot of fun for me and i think the women really enjoyed it too again it was kind of therapeutic and so if you if you uh like hot goss and hot tea and, and bachelor i think you will really enjoy it and then we'll be uh, i'll be dropping more uh, recaps about your favorite trash tv in uh, the third month if you guys want to stick around and f- if you don't just you'll get the the goods on my season 21 so if you want to you can go on hbo max and watch it you don't have to you can you can listen to it without i just it's entertaining saw, without i just got an it. hbo yeah. max subscription actually and i saw that they were dropping those bachelor uh seasons I guess I'm gonna have so to yeah so if you want to go rewatch it and then listen to the podcast you can or watch the videos or it's it's also it works on it on its own um we break it down if you if you you know remember remember so it's available to stream if you want otherwise just Check out mine and then check it's just on my Patreon. Go to my Instagram and you'll find the link for it. Well, we'll put the link in the episode notes too, uh, Broads, but we're also going to take your exact idea and probably (laughs) do it three months from now. So (laughs) Uh, you you do it, do it for Ari season. I know. I really want to. I feel very nostalgic about it. Honestly, I think Uh, back and I'm like, wow. We'll see. Like, I, you know, I might do it for Andy season. I might do it for my oh, season yeah. of Paradise. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Right. Like you should do I all of them because the, the, the amount or the, the early access that Nick gave us, it is extremely entertaining. And I, I don't agree. know. I think that you should just take this train to well, the station and just we'll, do it all. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I produced the whole thing on my own and did the whole, it was Good a lot you. of work and, uh, it, it was, uh, a bit of an investment. So, well, I always want to see how, how people enjoy this before. Uh, uh, I think they will, but we'll, we'll see, but uh, I'll definitely, because it's, I definitely will talk about other TV, but like wrangling up other cast people. And, um, but it, I found that people have fun doing it. Like I wasn't sure if the women from my season would want to do it. So. 
oh, I would have been stoked if I was on a season. I get Me to have too. an opportunity to like regroup with with the lead i mean like you were saying there's so many memories that you for i mean it's just fun to take a trip down memory lane whenever i start talking with one of the girls from my season it's just like oh my god and remember that time when this happened and like the cameraman failed fell down the stairs and like this Mm -hmm. time when this person got drunk and did it's just fun yeah and again it was in in a for a lot i think a lot of us therapeutic in a sense Mm -hmm. that there's there's so much about being in that world um and I'm sure you can speak to this, Becca, that it's just an intense atmosphere. And, you know, the people have a lot of frustrations with the process sometimes, but it because of the high school environment, it, it just, it's a, it really messes with your egos and your insecurities. And a lot of it is based off of what people think of you in the house and the mm. drama outside of the show and the status that you feel like you could have or should have or don't have. I, you know, all these things play into those things. And, and sometimes when you remove yourself from the show for a couple of weeks um, or a couple of years, rather, it's it's nice to talk about it when you're not personally invested that that same way. And it's it's a much easier and more fun conversation to have. And I, I think that's kind of how all, all of us, myself and the women involved, um, uh, felt about it, mm. you know? even especially for Vanessa and I, I don't know that we could have had this conversation a year ago or two years ago. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking too, during your season, Nick and, and uh, your season, Becca, like podcasts weren't really a thing that was happening mainstream. So there's yeah. so many people who, like you said, had a few minutes on TV, really, yeah. if you put it all together, it's like, no, I, I had more to say, but they didn't get that opportunity oh, then. Totally. So I'm sure yeah. it's... So, and then ABC is so airing my season on the uh, August 31st. Um, so excited for that. I'm excited too. So, uh, so yeah, the first, first four episodes are out now. Uh, my episode with Taylor's dropping in the middle of the month. And then the last... Uh, Rachel, Vanessa, Daniel Malpe, Christina, possibly, and obviously Vanessa will be dropping September first. Oh, that'll be good. Um, right after, right, like right after the goat episode. So you'll be able to, if nothing else, review that and then get some in-depth conversations. The Rachel and Vanessa ones are pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to those. I know. I can't wait. Um, I also wanted, we wanted to talk to you about the whole drama. That went down with your reality Steve episode because we had we have thoughts about the situation. Well, we also were bombarded by people messaging and asking what our thoughts were. And we, you know, wanted to wait and discuss with you as well. Uh, (laughs) What are my thoughts? I mean, I addressed my thoughts on my podcast the next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I I think is I I felt uh, I was fascinated by the response, the expectation. The, the expectation people almost had of me or it was like, wow, you think I'm like a professional journalist, right? <laughs> you know, like, well, you were in, what was it? Uh, the times? What, 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 uh, associated press. Okay. Associated. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, if I'm gonna, <laughs> so um, there are expectations now, if Nick. You, if you had to ask, <laughs> uh, it was an, listen, I will, like I said in my pocket, it was an interesting lesson, both, professionally and personally and I, you like know what? I said, maybe profession- we should give it sorry we should give a brief recap too for people who aren't in on it basically what we were getting asked for our opinions because nick did an interview with reality steve who does uh i would like to call it it was i bit a podcast with reality steve, okay. it definitely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he had it reality definitely steve on as a guest 
Um, a scientific exploration of reality Steve. And yeah. in case you don't know who reality Steve is, he basically does the spoilers for reality shows. But then also he does a little bit more. He d- tries to get the dirt on people and inside sure. scoop on contestants and all that kind of stuff. So Nick had him on the podcast and basically what happened. I didn't listen. Jess did. I just read the reviews. I was just here to watch things burn, you know, see what people were saying about it. Because we were getting we were getting DMs and I was like, I don't a know lot, what yeah. I, I don't know what's going on with this. And um and basically Nick, I mean you can speak to this yourself, but apparently you went pretty hard in on him and then people didn't respond well to that. It depend well um, or some people did. Certainly certainly his know. fans did not. That that much was clear. See, I, I mean, didn't know he things- had fans. <laughs> Which is well be careful saying that. <laughs> Becca, I'm just letting you know right now. Well, it's interesting because in him, <laughs> cut it out, clip it. In him might being wanna, someone who. I want to cut that out. It, it's interesting because in him being someone who exposes reality TV personalities, well, he seems to have become a personality in and of himself. Here's kind of fascinating. Well, we mm-hmm. did. No, it, I, I. that was an interesting um, insight that I learned by having him on was. I was critical of what he does, right? Mm-hmm. And after listening to it, it I t- it sounded like for a group of people, I felt like to them I was almost attacking them the fact that they enjoyed what uh, he does. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. A lot so of people comments, were taking it like, personally. A lot of, I like what he does, and blah blah blah, and which is fine. Um, but it, some of that was frustrating. I listen. Prof- like I said professionally, I, I. I knew what I like. I told them what I was going to ask them. It wasn't like I even called them up. I was like, I don't want this to be a gotcha thing. But I, if you're going to come on, this is what I want to ask you about. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to come on, that's fine. But I want to be up front. OK, so, so it's, it's not like he was like caught like off guard. I, no, he knew everything. And he even said that. Um, but uh, but that being said, usually I go to my podcast kind of like, well, let's just see where it goes. And yeah, you know, whatever. We'll talk. I think for someone who, again, who uh, has personally affected my life and caused stress in my life, I probably should have recognized that and either uh, been more prepared to not have them on in that sense. Be- because I think I made the mistake thinking my audience would want to. And I don't like Here a lot of people. Here you go in on him? Yeah. I'll, I mean, it was funny because after I did the whole like, well, this is what I would have done differently. Then you get a rush of, you know, reviews and people reaching out and be like, I loved it and blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's just like, and then how many there were definitely a, a, what was frustrating is like some of the reviews were clearly like people who had never listened to my podcast who came on because they wanted to hear sure. you know, from his point of view and didn't like that, but whatever. Ah. And then, you know, Hey, re- reviews are reviews. It gets, it gets buzz going here. We are still talking about it, but um, yes, like I got sidetracked and it's like, here, like, we'll just talk about the show and debate it kind of like uh, if you want to have a point counterpoint, let's just debate the show, which Big mistake on my part, because again, what I realized, there's a lot of people, especially the fans of reality, Steve, and he has fans. They, you hate, they hate watch the bachelor. That's why they like uh, the bachelor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah totally. And a lot of people like watching that, you know, trash TV in, in that sense. So here yeah, I, I definitely am. didn't view the bachelor so seriously until I was on it. And then I realized yeah. that like people are multidimensional on the show and have real lives. But before that, it was 100% <laughs> just characters and drama and that's all most people care about yeah, you can't fault them so for that steve obviously is critical of the franchise so i kind of like listen i was 
so what it what it ultimately turned into me sounding like I was defending the show because he was criticizing the show. The truth, like, and I don't agree with a lot of things he said, and I have obviously a very nuanced point of view because I've been vilified by the show and I've been the bachelor. I've you know I've I've been their quote unquote hero for episodes. So I see both sides, you know, and so mm-hmm. I try to kind of when I talk about the show, I I try to have a more well, well, let's look at all the angles type mm-hmm. of thing. It's also harder for me coming from someone who's just who whose criticism of the show, he's I would say is he's guilty of the very things of of doing some of these things. And when again, when I was listening to him and I had him on, I didn't know he did what he did to Jenna. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like yeah, I'm so listening that's, to that was I, that was our other side of it. Me and Jess were talking about it today. And we're mm-hmm. like, well, on one hand, like you know, people want it, you know, but on the other hand, he talks with like with the Jenna thing, extreme certainty, like I know and people trust reality Steve's word. And so basically, like, I mean, that must that ruined her life for that period of time. Mm-hmm. I can't well, I, like, I can't imagine. To, I was on the other end of it, trusting what he was saying and totally. going and for the, her is mm-hmm. fucked up. And, and there's a couple like and when you say that period of time, that's it still affects her to this day. I sure. I I think it's a safe assumption. I even briefly DM'd her afterwards and she made mention of like, it's, you know, it, like I, traumatic. Listen, I still, I still have baggage from the show, you know, yeah. like we, it, it, it stays with you. Any, it is a, like you said, it is tra- a, a traumatic experience and, and yeah. And so it, it's frustrating because you're right. Like everyone heard about that story because it was hot off the press in terms of coming off the season and no one heard about it when she redeemed herself, unless you listened to him. Right. Mm-hmm. It was that wasn't mainstream news. And that's often the case. Right. When it's when the accusations come out, everyone hears about it. When you're vindicated, it's like back page news. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and li- it like, you know, so that part is frustrating. Anyways, um, that was kind of the premise uh, of it. And uh, yeah, I listen. The, my hope was to get him to ign- like I and I've said to his son privately, it's like, hey, man, you're going to do what you're going to do. But I just hope that you care. And if you didn't recognize before that you that you realize that you do cause a lot of people's uh, lives, a lot of stress and unnecessary mental health. And like, if you don't care, that's fine. If you want to keep doing what you're doing and, and, you know, and and say, well, hey, you signed up for it, then just own that. Um, But if if you do care, if you want to say you you want to do these things and and refer to yourself as a journalist and, and, you know, verify sources the way, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, when you work for the LA Times or the New York Post, you have a lot of people, your editors and lawyers, and when you put out information that can ruin someone's life, if it's incorrect, there's a lot of people that make you uh, double check, triple check. Um, he answers to his fans. I mean, I feel like that stuff could actually put you in, in like... I know people always throw around the whole defamation thing, but like what he does, he could actually like put, have a lawsuit on his hands if it goes too Sure. Far. I mean, again, I, like I don't 100%. know Jenna. Yeah. I don't know. And like, sometimes you just want it to go away again when he put the stuff out about me that he, I know he knew was false, you know, but then he, he left it up for a year and it's probably because he still thought it was true. You know, mm-hmm. when, when I mean true is like, well, that might've been false. What she was saying, he still believed was true. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you know, it's just frustrating. But anyways, uh, it was just kind of fascinating just because like 
you know, when we ended the conversation, he was all excited and we were like, Hey, thanks for coming on. It wasn't like we, it's not like we've had this like, uh, confrontation, but, uh, I, it was an interesting, I would have done things different. Like I said, I think I would have been, uh, I wouldn't have wasted time arguing about the show. Um, and then kept things focused or just not have it, you know, in a sense that I don't, I don't think my audience is interested in two grown men arguing about TV. <laughs> Uh, yeah no I but, mean it, uh yeah it was a it, it was an interesting uh it was an interesting lesson so broads i don't know what it is recently but this mama has been getting into uh some heavy rom-com watching it's not typically so much of my uh my jam but here i am i don't know They've been making me feel better and I've been watching a lot of rom-coms and whenever I watch a rom-com, I have my glass of wine. Um, and the other night I finished my glass of wine and I thought, Hey, I'm going to pour another one. Um, until I realized that the bottle was empty and I didn't have another on hand or so I thought, because after a few seconds of panic, okay, not panic, but definitely disappointment. Uh, I remembered that I had more bottles in the fridge. Thanks to my first leaf wine subscription box that had just been delivered and thank goodness for that, because after all, watching a rom-com without a glass of wine just feels wrong to me. I don't know. Matthew and I, Kate, feel lonely without that wine. Uh, that's why I strongly suggest checking out my wine superhero, First Leaf Wine Club. The broads love First Leaf Wine Club, by the way. If you haven't tried it, you, you must. Um, First Leaf Wine Club is our favorite wine club because they make it so easy. You'll start out by taking a quick quiz so they can get an understanding of your taste preferences based on things like what type of food you enjoy and what, if any, wine brands that you might currently be drinking. Then they take those results and send you six expertly picked bottles based on your answers. And with each one you get, you'll be able to provide feedback to First Leaf so they can tweak your shipments in the future to give you the perfect six pack of wine. And I'm telling you, it gets perfect. It starts great. It gets even better. Is it possible? With First Leaf, it is. Um, and if six bottles sounds like too many or maybe too few, the subscription plans are super flexible. You choose when and how often those shipments come. And their inventory is amazing and growing more each month. I'm loving the variety of whites I've gotten recently. They've been so perfect for this warm summer. Uh, they're mostly Chardonnay because that's just what your girl does. I'm a Chardonnay queen uh, and they're so good. Plus, First Leaf has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle you aren't into, First Leaf will cover the cost because they are that amazing. Uh, so sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only 29 95 plus free shipping. Okay, hold the phone for one second. Let me explain something to you. The bottles of wine that they're sending are pretty much about $20 a bottle. Like these are nice wines. And so you can get six bottles of wine today for under $30 plus free shipping. That's an insane deal. Okay. I, I wish that I could just start first leaf over again and get that deal. Oh, but you can. So sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. All of our broads love it. We get tagged in First Leaf um, Insta stories from all of you all the time. Keep tagging. We love seeing them and um, enjoy it. First Leaf.
Well, speaking of enjoying, uh, a lot of us are looking for ways to spend our free time right now that is engaging, but not like writing the next great American novel level of engaging. Of course, if that is how you are spending your free time, more power to you. But personally, personally, I've been obsessed with best fiends as a way to give my brain a break and spend some of my free time in a way that I really enjoy. Best Fiends is a unique and exciting puzzle game unlike any other game out there. Uh, As you go through the game solving puzzles, you collect these cute little characters. I just love them. They're adorable. And um, also, it's not a super intense game that requires hours of commitment. Uh, You can play just for a few minutes if you want to a week and you still have so much fun and you don't have to be a gamer. I'm not I'm not a huge gamer. And so I wasn't sure how I'd feel about this. I was able to figure it out and I love doing it love Best Fiends. Well, I actually just started challenging my friends to games, which has actually helped us stay connected in a new way because I am definitely suffering from Zoom fatigue. Uh, But Best Fiends gives us an exciting and different way to have fun together from afar. It's been a a wonderful experience. Another um, awesome thing about Best Fiends is it doesn't require any internet to play. It's perfect for those unexpected times when you want to fight off a little bit of boredom, but maybe don't have any internet. Uh, So Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips, and you can even play offline, like I said, with over 100 million downloads, 100 million downloads, and tons of five-star reviews. Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or or Google Play. That's friends without the R, by the way, broads. Best Fiends. Download it for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. We actually have to wrap this up soon because I am like about my breasts are about to explode. Um, <laughs> we, we were going to do an alley recap. Can we do a quick alley recap? Sure, let's just talk about it. Yeah, I didn't watch this whole damn thing this morning for no reason. Ladies. I know. I watched it. I know. We all watched it last night, too. I don't want to hear complaints from you. We have kids. OK, we watched it, too. Gave up two hours of our lives. Um, can we just please talk about let's talk about. Who is there to talk about? We already covered Casey. We chatted a little bit from my Casey. hometown, by the way, who I have a photo what, with. The wrestler? No, dude. No, no. Casey no. to guard and oh, protect the t- her the heart. Tattoo. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. I, I mean, this right? was kind of. <sighs> what would you do if a guy started singing to you on a date? Uh, like that? Yeah, just start singing. His- and he's, I will tell you what, he seemed pretty damn earnest. He was very confident. Honestly, if someone looked at me that earnestly, I would want to die. But I would just start singing with him because I'd be like, I can't. I would would, do this by yourself. I would try to make a joke of it. And I would be like, yeah, let's go. Okay, All right. You know, you have to to, because I also would want to assume that they were joking because the thought of someone singing to me like that seriously is like the worst thing. No, it's it's an actual nightmare. It's an actual nightmare. But also them running through the museum and he was like practically chasing her with like the light and scaring her. And it just I remember watching the season in that episode feeling frightened. Nick, have you ever had a girl sing to you? Because I feel like we don't hear this so much on the other end. Sing to me? No. Like I've I've dated women who like are getting ready and sing and they have good voices. And I'm like, well pretty cool but like they haven't uh, held your hands and looked into your like eyes and on a picnic and be like i wrote this for you i would fucking die I would, <laughs> it would, this is so unfair this is sexist why don't men have to deal with this because that is the worst <laughs> it's the worst feeling ever all right easy with the uh <laughs> i mean that is just it is the i've had it happen once to me 
I you mean, had a guy do that. Sing to me? Yeah, not that. Yeah. Not his was particularly bad because he's like that. You inspire me. That just came. Well, to it me. was a, it was an original. Okay, that's a whole different like an on the spot <sighs> impromptu original. Something about yeah. There wasn't any. He didn't. It was acoustic. Acoustic. Yeah. A- acapella. I mean. Yeah. Dear God, that was horrible. But I had yeah, I had someone like write a song for me, a boyfriend in high school who like performed it on his guitar for. Me. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Evan has written music for me before, but that was more beautiful because it was well done. And he like gave me it on a CD yes! so that I didn't have to look at there him while the song about me was playing. But I also have had a man sing to me a cappella in front of people a song that he wrote about me. And it was one of the worst moments of my entire life. And I'm haunted by it to this day. You know what? I actually had a boyfriend do a song for me, too. But he did the same thing where he, like, had it produced on his computer and he played it on his computer for me. Yeah, that's and nice. It, I, it made me cry. It was oh, yeah. so sweet, you know? And especially when you hear a fully produced song that has your name in it and stuff. That's yeah. special. Then that's special. But in the moment, no. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was wild. And he's like a tattoo. Like, guard your heart and soul. Just... So d- did you have, um, why can't I think of his actual name? Casey? No, the producer, he goes by Banana, and I can't think of what his actual name is. Adam? Yeah, Adam. Thank you. I think Adam was the one who took him to get the tattoo, and I remember talking to Adam about it, and he was like, we found the one tattoo shop that was open. It was like one (laughs) o'clock in the morning. We had been drinking, and we just, I took him right there to get that tattoo, and I was saying earlier to Jess, I was like, what a producer's dream. He's like, I want to get a tattoo for her, and you're like, yep, I'm I'm looking on Yelp right now. What is open? Okay, let's let's get a car. Let's go. (laughs) Do you blame the show for that? Here's my question, because like, no, he's the, a fucking weirdo. Obviously, <laughs> no, he wanted the no, tattoo. Like, <laughs> here, like, I'm just saying, people could sit there and criticize the show. I'm, I'm curious. I'm just throwing it out there. No, of, uh, of uh, exploiting, exploiting it, right? I mean, look exploiting at him, these mo- because he like now, a, a fr- he loves the tattoo. No, he, loves fr- it. he does, right? That's <laughs> he the, loves he does. the tattoo. He added but on to fr- it for his wife. A friend in that situation might go, bro, maybe not the right choice. Maybe but not his friends. In that world, like I've always said, what the producer, producers never tell you something's a bad idea. Everything is an amazing that idea. That is so true. And everyone falls victim to it. But like, also, don't we all have that friend in our life? Like I have a friend yeah. in my life who tells me everything the I do yes is a good man, idea. And, yes I get, and I get into tons of shit because of it. But I, got, I have a good time with her. No, they, the, Do you they, know what they, the difference is, though? This is the difference because you might have the friend that's a yes man, but the producers will also be the yes man who's also suggesting and pointing you in the direction of like, I was thinking, what if you did this? I think that's a really good idea. You guys have something super special and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, no, listen, here's a perfect analogy. It's just like when you're if you're thinking about buying a boat, which some would argue is a terrible investment, but there can be a lot of fun. Can you talk to my dad? Times you go to f- certain <laughs> friends and they go, hey, listen, man, like as much as I'd want you to buy a boat, I don't know if it's a good investment. It seems like it's a little out of your budget. Let's yeah. just go rent a boat for a couple yeah. times yeah. We'll, we'll, and it's fine. The producer is the friend who you suggest, maybe I'm getting a boat. And before you know it, you don't just buy the boat that you were thinking about. You get a boat like four times out of your price range. It's got all the bells and whistles. You know, it's you have and no they're business. also like, I have a friend who's selling this boat 
right now. Let's go to his house today and check out this book. You're going to love it. And and you're fucking thrilled. You're like, you're excited about it. You're like, I can't believe I bought this. This is so cool. And then they they hand you a captain uniform, too. And they're like, you should should wear this when you're on the boat with the hat. And you're like, call me captain when you step on my boat. And they're like, I will call you captain. And they salute you and like... I mean, but you, it was your idea, you know? Yes, yes that's so true. <laughs> that is, this is so true. Do you have a moment that's, that was the most like that for you on on any of the seasons? Can you think of anything in particular where you're like, I should not have done that? <laughs> and but that's the thing. There's nothing that crazy. A lot of it is just like little things like, you know, it's music and, and, and things like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, writing a poem and like, <laughs> oh, like a lot of stuff I like doing. I still like... I'm still the only guy to buy women a, a girl flowers on his own and have them delivered to the bachelorette. Like wow. now, did the producers did the producers deliver those flowers when she was talking to another guy and made it a thing? Of course. It's like, <laughs> but like, see, that's the perfect it, example, though. Yes, just gotta add you a know? little spice, or else it's gonna be a boring. TV I mean, show. whatever. Yeah, I mean, just like man. <laughs> so yes, but. Uh, I also there had producers, no- though, intervene for me when I was going to do cringy things. Oh, really? I will say this. I w- they, you know? they, they do. They do. They, yeah. Some and, and people like, they're they're really looking out for. I felt like I had some guardian angels and the producers where <laughs> I was like, like on your way. I was, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do this. And they're like, you know, actually, we're about to, to sit down and have lunch right now. Like, yeah, come on back. I'm like, OK. Yeah. Yeah, like listen, you're you gotta know that you might play a certain character. And if like you went in, I don't think they had I think they wanted you to be well liked, you know? And not at first. They were trying to stir up some shit. But no, we'll get what, into that yeah. on our Patreon <laughs> in three months. There you go. Well, what they are what they are is just collecting content. Yes. Now who they didn't stir up and it ends up being fully true was rated R Justin. Like that, when we got the interview with him later. Oh, he was so proud of his escape route. I mean, that he was, was like, they tried to stop me. And then I, don't know, I, I that got, went wild. through the bushes. That was insane. So yeah, he, rated R was, if you didn't watch the alley recap, he was the professional wrestler and all the guys were after him. Well, turns out he had had a girlfriend on the show and was sending her voicemails. Or by the way, I love this, how when Rated R was chatting with Chris, he was like, oh, well, you guys missed the one phone. It was in the bathroom. And know, so he, he was making he was calls so... in the hotel from the bathroom. He thought he was so yeah, clever. Oh, yeah. yeah the, 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 it was kind of wild that they had all the sh- saved voicemails. All the saved voicemails. That was crazy. And that just but fell also, into the palms. I don't even believe... I, 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 uh, I used to work with Frank's ex-girlfriend. Really? <gasps> oh my gosh. At Salesforce. And I'll be honest, it, uh, I don't know. It sounds like Frank also went into the bachelorette with a girlfriend. You know, we broke up. We were together. I don't know. Well, but, uh, interesting. His, his, his new wife looks a hell of a lot like his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sure he's heard that before. T. Uh, Major T. Um, I, uh, I was deep, like deeply in love with Frank. During the airing oh, of the show. I could see it. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Frank was like, Frank is my rebound guy. Like, he's the type of guy that I always rebound with. It just seemed so obvious watching it this time around, like how he was just not into Allie. To me, it seemed that way, at least. I mean, they did uh, hooked up later. 
Yeah, who but knows? I don't know. I mean, Blair. Yeah, I mean, here's my guess: is like, yes, the fact that he left for another girl means he probably was never that into her. I mean, I was shocked that he. It was shocking that he didn't really get. He could have been so villainized. He went to Chicago to see the ex girlfriend before coming to Alley. That was rocking my world. Well, yeah, because in, in that world, usually your 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 feelings get escalated for someone. So the fact that he left, you know, usually would tell me that he. Was never yeah, wasn't, wasn't that into he, it. He just reminded me so much now watching back as like a grown human and not as young as I was, even though I guess I was like 20. But I was very starry eyed for him because he had he was one of those guys. He was so L.A. to me, like comes out from Chicago, wants to be a, a writer. He's like quits his job and he's got the sparkly eyes and he tells you everything you want to hear. And his like energy is like magnat. Like it's just he was like, like, oh, was my like, God, Paris, like, yeah, when he's like laying like by the Hollywood sign and like looking up at her, you're like, oh God, yeah, I fall in love with that guy all the time. But it's always a wrong choice because Frank seems like the type of guy who it's like, well, once it gets boring, he's out. It's like he likes the excitement. And then obviously he had someone else that he then said to Chris later that he was seeing during, I mean, yeah, right before he I left. I think she would have, I, I, I remember, I've talked to Allie a few times. I think she would have picked him had he not left. Damn. I mean, she, but she was, ended up like being dating that Roberto guy for two years, a, a while. Yeah. yeah, they were together. But now, when she brought up too to Chris that her that her husband now looks so much like Frank, <laughs> awkward. He's a good guy too. Um, I also like while well, I've watching these old ones back because it just looks like an ad out of Express Men. Oh, one hundred percent. I was like, and the Rock and Republic jeans. I was noting all the different oh, brands of their God, jeans. Terrible. Like everything's just baggy <laughs> and oh gosh, oh, what a gross. So so many Oakleys, so many Aviator sunglasses. Oh my yeah. God. So many backwards Real hats. <laughs> spiked spiked hair. And it was like it, it, It's like was was this like nineteen ninety four or two thousand ten? I know. <laughs> Like 2010. That feels like That's yesterday to me. Though I was I know, in high right? school. Like what? But still, well, like the fashion school. just seems really, you know, I don't know. super dated. Right. And it just makes like, I mean, I think I look so cool in all my outfits now. And I'm just like, God, I'm going to look like such an idiot eight years from now. Looking back on myself. It's so bizarre, isn't it? We always think we look yeah. so hot in the moment. I remember uh, in 2010 thinking I look like the shit. Oh, yeah. With my fedora. <laughs> <laughs> I had my juicy. Mm, that's a little past the juicy tracksuit phase, but just on the tail end of it. Oh, but okay, back. I do have to say back to the rated R moment, the escape route. Okay. With the boot. It was one of my most. the fountains. It was one of my most favorite scenes in like Bachelor history. And now knowing. Yeah, he's escaping in a boot. That's He's escaping in a boot. And he there's there's no the entrance is the same as the exit to know now that he was hiding behind a curtain and he lost the producers for a minute. Like I just pictured the boot so underneath the curtain. He was of himself. He's like and they're going through the different floors trying to find but me. But also like he I'm never had the, the. He also never had the wherewithal to take his mic off. I know. I the, the, and he's like and I love how he's like I'm in my room I grab my passport and my wallet I'm prepared I'm always prepared and Chris is like trying to stifle back laughing you know, he walks so Colton just, could run it was just the 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 idea that Allie just goes directly in to the men's like hotel room and the second she confronts him he does he pushes abort mission and he like throws himself out of the helicopter there's not a word the fact that he just gets up and walks out without saying anything was so legendary and then when he's trying to escape and he goes up to the restaurant and like the waiter is like we're close no sir he's like dang it and he's just wandering around and then he has to confront Allie. 
Oh, incredible. Incredible television. It was fantastic. A good season. I, but, I didn't watch it live, but it was a uh, it was wild to go back and see it. We did. We yeah. I, we and I've known Allie it. for a long time, but I've I didn't see her season when it was airing. It was great. She was so one. Yeah. I loved her as a bachelorette. She was so wonderful. For her watching this recap back, I was I like, know. what a bunch of buffoons! Like that. She's just like kind of. I mean, her so, just being nice too. Roberto though, and then Chris. Roberto. Her her Chris who uh, was second was yeah. wonderful and, and so was I mean, she nice did guy. actually have good guys. But I was just watching her in the when they were showing the beginning where the guys are trying to like entertain her and crack jokes and she's just like <laughs> and i got kind of sad i was just like oh like this is the female experience like she's so much better than most of these guys and she's just like yeah oh this made me sad Having for some reason listen to casey's original i know and just like smile and be polite like oh gosh other than that good season <laughs> i know i really enjoyed it actually well nick thank I you know, so we're much sorry for- we made you watch that and then but there was just we came, we sat whatever, down. Listen, I'm happy to chat with you ladies regardless about whatever. We sat down this morning and we're like, there's too much to cover. Like, there is too much stirring in yeah. Bachelor Nation right now. We have to chat with you about it. Um, so yeah, thank- it'll be interesting by the time this airs what we know or don't know about Very true. Claire Two Claire days could change everything. Yeah, um, l- let's make that asterisk, by the way, Broads. This is being <laughs> this is being recorded a few days before it's released. So don't so, come for us if yeah. some, some news per drops. Usual. Um but Nick, thank you so much. And remember, Broads, we're going to have all the links in the uh, episode notes for Nick's Patreon. And again, highly recommend. It's very entertaining, full of totally. tea. And um, well, I'm stoked to dive into those episodes coming out on September 1st. I thank think. you. Yeah. It's uh, a Good lot stuff. of fun. And uh, you ladies will have to come back for an Ask Nick episode uh, one oh, of these days. Oh, you bet. Anytime. We I'm going to give the, the shittiest advice I can I think of. <laughs> Uh, always fun talking with you, uh, broads. Can I say broads? Yeah. Yes. Am I allowed? Can the guy say broads? I don't know. In honestly, this house, in this house, you honestly, may. 2020. Like, I get anxiety. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I posted a picture with my mom, and you know, obviously, you know, she's 61. She looks good, and I did that whole woman. like it's 2020 joke. And for like 15 minutes, I was like, well, am I age shaming her? Am I? <laughs> Like fucking two. Like I mean, I want to be like you know. I, I want to like I want to be progressive. I want to be on top, yeah. of it, but I just don't just know like, anymore. I question fuck, everything. Man. Like, I don't, you know, because there's oh, there's always one person in your DM who's just like know, just so like, you know. You're like, what are you talking about? You're like, is this a classist thing? I'm saying she doesn't have wrinkles, and she looks yeah. Oh, shit. Like, what are you? Um, what am I saying for people who might have a wrinkle? It's just like you're just oh looking in the God. mirror after like a single tear, and you're like, I tried my best. Tried my best. Oh, thank God, it. people seem to like it, and and no one had an objection. But like seriously, for like twenty minutes, I was like, I don't know, I'm dripping know. sweat. I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna post anything. Um, oh man. Well, you can say broads in this house yes, because can. it's the broad squad. Yes, you can. Okay. Well. And uh, Nick, we love you. Thanks for coming on. And with that, chat soon, broads. Chat soon, broads. Good. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. 
That's managementconcepts.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.